on. And we are recording. Mr. Joss. Jesus, how do I already fuck it up two seconds in? Mr. Joss. Mr. Josh Hensley. Introduce yourself, man, because clearly I am not capable of doing this podcast. (laughs) I'm Joshua Hensley. I am a developer slash consultant entrepreneur in the Bitcoin space. Been doing that for about three years. Former ERP consultant. Um, Going to client sites, technically advising them how to do full lifecycle business software implementations. But um, got fascinated with Bitcoin about 2018, late 2019, quit my job, went full in, just uh, all 100% into the space, trying to build apps, yeah. run a YouTube channel, and just educate and consult. Yeah. Um, and you and I went into it last time and, uh, and it, you know, derailed, and I take full responsibility for the derailment. <laughs> um, we just kind of went all over the place about, you know, pursuing what you actually love, the fear, oh. the terror. And everything that goes with it that no one else really sees. They see the end result. Mm. Like, Being an entrepreneur looks dreamy. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> in hindsight, yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like that nervous laugh you have when you wake up from a nightmare. And you're like, oh, it was just a dream. It was just a dream. And it's like 30 seconds prior, you were screaming in your dream. And it's like, that's, that's kind of what uh, being an entrepreneur is like. Yeah, when it, when it starts to work out, you're like, yeah, I knew it was gonna work out, and it's like, did you? You were yeah. you weren't crying in the bathtub last night, <laughs> but um, but because of that, we didn't really actually get into what it was that you did. We did these, you know, these abstract kind of, mm. you know, relating to each other stories, you know, whatever little parables of wisdom, but didn't actually get into what it is that you we kind of went like full tony robbins last time where it's a bunch of like motivational you just got to go get it you got to grind yeah. you got to hustle and it's like great how do i build a uh you know make my own like you know car repair workshop and it's like well, i don't fucking know <laughs> but you got to hustle and it's like that's okay so so as not to be uh those hollowed out charlatans who have no substance can we actually go into what it is like what it is that you do and how it has actually worked. Yeah. So I started just writing articles for a, just as contracting, just writing about what I was seeing going on in the Bitcoin space. And over time, because I kind of wanted to take a break too from my previous job. I've been doing that since I graduated from school. And we found out we went to the same university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. University of Georgia. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a weird one. <laughs> at the same time too right <laughs> and uh from there after i got I, I think it was two or three weeks i started going a little crazy that i needed to do more yeah so um i started working on different applications so the good thing about bitcoin is because it's just an open protocol you can easily find stuff to tools to develop online in any programming language so I started learning web development, which was really um, hard for me at first, even though I was I did development before, because it's the nature of web programming is different than say server side coding. It's just it's it's very it's a little different. Now I'm used to it, but um, that that was a big learning experience trying to learn HTML, CSS, JavaScript. I hated doing front end work, like any mm-hmm. design work, even in my old job. Now I'm getting better at it, but I'm still 
I still prefer working with, you know, stuff on the back end, but you know, it, it's a learning experience. But I ended up building my first app, which was a old school themed uh, social media client that writes data to the blockchain. And it, I actually did that in only about two to three days. And I think part of that is because of just how it, easy and quick it is to innovate with something like Bitcoin. So what is it now? What is it exactly that you do now? Because that, yeah. and it's it's my own limitation, not yours. I it's, That's all gibberish to me. Just Bitcoin coding, it's all... I don't even know how like this shit works. Like I don't like cameras and micro dude. I literally watched a YouTube video, like like pause the screen on like the buttons. And I was like, all right, this is a Sony a alpha, whatever. And it's like, yeah, so I put it on. I don't learn what it means. I'm like, this knob goes this way and this one goes that way. And I put this lens on it. Don't touch it. Same thing with this, this, this audio box. I'm like, I don't know what any of it does. It's just sitting there. And if it, if I knock it over, I'm fucked. But so like that's kind of how I I operate. So like if you had to explain it, you know, like a dumbed down version to me, like what do you do? Yeah. So day to day, since then I've built three or three to four different applications that I maintain. Okay. One is just a site that shows token data and pricing information. Another is a bookmarking app where instead of you know, Google, Firefox, or whoever, holding on to your book, saved URLs, I archive them encrypted on the blockchain to the user's account. So it's totally private. Me as the business, I don't know what people are bookmarking, but I take a penny for each bookmark. Okay. So instead of doing the ad-based cookies model, you know, how the phone shows you, they listen to you, none of that. Yeah. It's just straight private. I, I get money directly, so I don't care about all that other stuff. Yeah. That's, that's one of the apps. I've also built an open source Bitcoin wallet that's out there. Um, so that's part of what I do is maintain those applications. Now, I actually just took an advisory role with a venture capital fund called Unbounded Capital, just advising them on investing within the Bitcoin SV space. And uh, I started that position at the end of the last month. So um, looking forward to that. Pretty excited. I've known those guys for a long time and we're finally entering an uh, official engagement. So I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah. And so the other applications you maintain, you so you do get paid for them, right? The Like the penny, a bookmark. You do get people pay it, you for that. It does generate revenue. Not really enough. Maybe uh, maybe just enough to cover some of the server bills because they are really cheap servers. But that's about it. It's probably similar to this podcast where it's like, I maybe make enough each month to like pay for the internet, right? <laughs> and I have good internet. But it has, this podcast has not begun to pay for the camera, the lens, the microphone, <laughs> let alone the apartment or gas, and let alone enough to actually live off of. But are those things that are scale? Because so like my the silver lining for me is, and I think I said this to you last time, is in like 2020, I think I made like two cents a month on Spotify. Yeah. 2021, I made like 25 cents. Now I make like combined across Spotify and Rumble, I make like 200 bucks a month, which is still, I mean, nothing to sneeze at. I'll take 200 bucks, but like you also, even as a, like a single male with no kids or pets in a one bedroom apartment, it still can't cover one tenth of my expenses living like below my means. But my silver lining is like, it's growing like 10 to a hundred times a year. You, you walk up to anybody and give them like a guaranteed 100 fold increase in their investment 
I mean, dude, that's better than like congressional insider trading. So like, that's my logic is like, stay the course. It's gonna, it's going, it's going It's like you do a before and after picture at the gym and you use six months of grueling workouts and you get some muscle mass, but it's not as much as you want. And it's depressing, but it's also like, that was six months. You're like, okay, five years is 10 more six month cycles. You're like, I can do this. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but you just kind of make it part. Of, it's like the quote, you know, uh, uh, excellence is like a habit, not something you achieve. Therefore, like we are what we do or some shit. I don't know. But that is, I see you laughing. It's a, uh, but that is like one of the things where it's like, okay, I do see a path to victory. Like this can work. This isn't some like, I got 1% of the popular vote. This is like a path to vi- like an election path to victory. I'm like, it can work. It's directly contingent on me working hard, but it can work. And then what's the prize being your own boss to mm-hmm. me? That's invaluable. Do you see that? Is it scalable what you're doing or cause the, let's say this makes, I know I'm rambling and I'm already derailing the podcast. Like I said, I wouldn't do, but fuck me. This is like, this is scalable. The amount of like, the amount of work it took to do a podcast in 2020 versus 2021 versus 2022 is the exact same, right? It's an hour. You got to edit it. You got to upload it. You got to post the links on social media. It hasn't gotten any more difficult, but the amount of money I've earned off of it has gone up like 10,000 times. So it's directly scalable versus like if I was a baker to directly scale my, you know, baking business, I couldn't make 10,000 times as many pies by myself, but because it's something in like the crypto or just digital, is it something that you can scale up kind of indefinitely? I think so. Um, It's some of those apps, like I mentioned that first one I built, it was kind of a learning experience. I didn't build it to, for commercial use. Some of these others that it is directly for that. It is trying to obtain customers and stay around for a long time and hoping as more people adopt and use Bitcoin that um, they'll naturally gain users. Um, However, I do question that if it will. The point is, though, if the servers are running and it doesn't require too much time for me, then I can kind of just leave it and let it, you know, trickle along. Right. Yeah. Um, And, you know, just as like you just mentioned, it's a steady increase. I know one last time we talked about, because I have a YouTube channel as well, where yeah. I publish about three to four times a week. I also do coding tutorials on there. Our channel growth was almost identical. I think now I'm probably, you, the amount you, you said probably correlate to where I'm at, where we are right now. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And are you getting revenue? And for anybody listening, like last time I'll put the link to the channel in the description. Go subscribe to it. I can subscribe to it. I, I'm still allowed to subscribe on YouTube. I'm not allowed to comment on anything. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been an outcast for like a year and a half. I'm not allowed to comment. I don't think I'm allowed to like or dislike or anything. Everything I say is shadow banned, but I am still allowed to subscribe. So if you see a little mute, you know, if you just see a little like blank comment by Tommy Kerrigan, that's me. I was probably like, hey, Josh. And they're like, this guy's a Nazi. He's not allowed to talk. So. Sorry about that, but I'll give you I'll give you the token. No pun intended. I'll give you the token subscription. Um, is there any one of these things that so like you said the first one was like a learning experience? I started doing like writing in 2016. I tried video editing in 2017. I tried to make like a Photoshop company in like 2018, 2019. Those were all I wanted them to succeed. They didn't. In hindsight, those are learning experiences. And the 
this thing is like the first one that's tangibly making money, like U.S. dollars that I can convert to food. It's the first one where like the alchemy is real. Um, for all of these things, do you have? Is there any one of them that like you want to succeed, or is it more of like a throw everything at the wall? And if the and if the YouTube channel takes off, or if the you know the penny bookmark thing takes off, or if your new job takes off, is there any one of those things, or is it more like uh, are you like I am, and I'm just bullshitting my way through every day, tr- hoping to God I can put these puzzle pieces together. <laughs> Well, I think given the growth pattern with something like YouTube, that's probably the one I think is most likely to succeed going forward, just because I do think it it is growing and I see it continuing to as long as I, as you mentioned, as long as we steadily produce content. Um, And, you know, I think the good thing is, I mean, I'm not, I'm sure the other platforms that you have besides YouTube give you some insight into the data, right? Yeah. yeah. it, it's going up. So that tells me continue forward. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, this time next year, it could be, I don't know if it'd be 10 X, but I think it'll be maybe double or triple, which I'd be super happy with. And at that point, you know, that starts paying close to a decent amount of the bills. Fuck yeah. So, And as that goes on and it doesn't take up tons of my time because I still could do the apps, mm-hmm. still do consulting, writing, advising the fund. So um, I look at YouTube as the most, as the one most likely. Um, however, I, I'm continuing to innovate on my apps too. So it, yeah, it is a bit of throwing stuff at the wall, lots of experimentation, trying to see, okay, how can I increase the revenue of these things? Which one do you like the most though? Right. It's like, I got into medical school, realized I wasn't happy. I got into pharmacy school and I remember sitting there with the acceptance letter and realizing, I was like, I don't think I want to do this either. And there's this sort of like demon on one shoulder, angel on the other. And it was like this sort of, I was like, what am I, what am I doing? This was 2015. And I was like, I got to get it together. And then like thing after thing I kept doing. And then I'd be like, this isn't it. This isn't it. And I'd keep throwing them away. And part of me was like, dude, what are you doing? Like you're searching for like perfection. And that very rarely does that exist. But I, I'd argue that I did find it and it's for me perfection for what do you enjoy? Because once I decided I wasn't going to go to medical school, what I decided was in in essence was that I wasn't going to go make money doing something I didn't totally love. I liked it. I respect it. And if I had to go do something, I would do medicine. But once I decided that I wasn't going to do something I didn't like for a paycheck, well, I'm going to stick with that. And so if I didn't love pharmacy, I wasn't going to do that. If I didn't love Photoshop, I wasn't going to do that. And then the second you start to make compromises, like I really want to interview these doctors about, you know, COVID and I'm going to get banned from YouTube. Well, maybe I just won't interview them. Well, at that moment, I've given up a little bit of my sovereignty and I'm not in charge anymore, which is fine to make money. But if I'm not going to be in charge to make money, I'm just going to go be a doctor. I, I I have more respect for it. I can actually help people and it's job security and it's not mm-hmm. a bad paycheck. So to me, my logic has always been like, if I'm going to start like bending the knee, I'm just going to apply to medical school. And it's, it's nothing against doc. It's just me personally. Like if I'm going to go this far, 
to be my own boss. Like if I'm gonna climb to the top of the mountain, yeah, I'm also gonna kill the fucking dragon at the top. Like I'm already here. Let's, let's just stop fucking around and let's do the thing. So I say that to say, which one do you love the most? Because if you reach the end of the road and then you're doing something you don't like really love, it's like, well, then why did I go on this entire like we talked about a terrifying entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey? Like there's like if you're gonna climb to the top of the castle, like you better get the princess. Otherwise it's like, what the fuck did I you could have just stayed at the bakery. You know, like why did I put on a suit of armor and climb the fucking cat? Like if I'm gonna go up here, I'm gonna kill the dragon, I'm gonna fucking marry the princess and be the king. Otherwise, what am I doing? Why did I do this? Does that make sense? Or am I just becoming increasingly unhinged? No, um, that's a debate I've had a lot this year because of um just you know, all the assets prices in the global economy have been going down. It's making a lot of folks reconsider, including myself. Not that I'm going to change course, but, you know, evaluate what you're doing mm-hmm. and talking about, you know, did I choose the right path? Because my former job is, as you say, right, it's like it's like choosing a doctor, not as stressful or maybe as important to society. But still, um, it paid very well. Yeah. But, you know, I was in a ladder. Right. And I had people above me, I had people below. And, you know, that is an option. I can go back. Yeah. But that's to me, bend in the knee. And I didn't leave three years ago to just bend the knee, right? Yeah. Um, to answer your question, uh, ever since I was a kid, I've loved video games, especially RPG type ones. Uh, and off and on the, uh, the last three years, I have been working on a game, but it's, I've just found it really difficult to get into it and, you know, stick with pushing it forward. Lately, I have gotten back into it. I know that will definitely be my favorite one once I complete it. Uh, because that's something I've always wanted to do ever since I was seven, eight, nine years old. So if I, that's something also that I'm working on that I know once I deliver, that's going to be where the heart truly yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, it's like the other, again, it's kind of like climbing the mountain and then you get to the very top and then you see another mountain that's even taller and everyone's like, congrats, you climb the mountain. You're like, what about that one though? And it's like, what do you <laughs> yeah. mean? And you're like, I didn't, climb this mountain because i love this mountain it's like i i wanted to climb the highest thing and you're like now i'm looking at another mountain and i'm like and that's where my heart is and it's so like for me it was like again the getting into medical school and then pharmacy school and it's from an external uh observation point it kind of looked like you can't stick to one thing or lack of commitment but i think it's more so about again there's nothing wrong with the nine to five i know a lot of people that love the security of it I, I certainly would love it too. I mean, there are a lot of people I have who like their purpose in this life isn't to go like establish their own creative brilliance. It's like they love being a dad. They love and the, and their wife loves being a mom. And it, to them, the nine to five is just that's what puts the food on the table and pays the fuck for the hat. It's just a thing they do, and mm-hmm. they don't mind doing it because for, to them, it's a it's a sacrifice they're doing for the kids, which they love more than anything. Like, I get that. That's like more power to you. It's not for me. Just like what I'm doing is not for them. So there's nothing. So I, I don't think you are either. I don't think we're throwing like shade on like that. No. That's it's 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 the much more sane option. <laughs> like it, having a steady paycheck and like guaranteed work is that is the mark of like, a psychologically stable person. Right. It's just not for me, though. Um. So like with the video game thing. 
yeah, I, I do kind of identify with that where it's like you jump from one thing to another to another, but you are kind of you keep whittling down to like the core of like you start to get like the pure element at the center. And it's like, sure, like this rock is shinier than this rock, but if you keep breaking it open, it keeps becoming like more and more pure. And you start to find like jewels and then you find even more like more sparkly jewels. And it's to anyone observing, they're like, what are you doing? Just take the fucking thing you went for. And it's like, it's not what I went for. I want, I wanted the diamond at the center. Like, that's what I want. Um, so do you find that like, you know, you start with like the bookmarking app or the pennies or the, you know, the job that's kind of like materializing. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I also got this fucking video game thing I want to do. Is that is that kind of like the just the higher mountain? I think it is for me. It is the one just because of the core. That is something that I've loved for a long time. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to be when I was a kid as a video game. Yeah. Even though I haven't done that yet, uh, I've built all this other stuff. Um, but given your analogy, I think it's it's similar. I mean, truly, like for real, I've just been putting it off. That's really what's been happening. However, because I've built all these other things over the last three years, I I have the most possible knowledge now to build it correctly. If I had started really pushing it three years ago, it definitely wouldn't have been as good because I just didn't have the knowledge or the experience. But now that I've built four or five other applications, I have, you know, the last thing I worked on, I felt was probably one of my best implementations. So this one, I think is going to be even better, Yeah, which means it'll be better for users, more clean, better UX, technically sound, all that sort of stuff. So if that, if it wasn't for the last three years, I'm not sure that I would be in a good position to actually deliver it. <laughs> so like te- technically you've developed the skills, but is there something else? Is there like confidence that comes with that? Yeah, for sure. I know I have. I mean, there's like a lack of confidence by like not writing and not doing video editing and not doing Photoshop and them not really succeeding. But then ironically, there's also a sense of confidence because it's like um, it's like playing a video game. It's like trying to beat a boss. If you lose five times, you know, does that decrease your confidence or increase your confidence? It might make you a little angry. But after the fifth time, you know, you start to like, sit forward in your chair and you're like all right i got another fucking idea what if we did this and then you hit it with a grenade launcher and then i'll go behind to your i'll draw the fire and you do so as much as like to a again a stable observer they might look at it and go you've lost five times why wouldn't you lose the sixth i'm playing ghost recon breakpoint right now and there are these huge fucking they're they're almost like scorpion tanks from halo they're called behemoths and they like defend these weird relay state whatever it's just this giant thing with mini guns and rocket pods and like it can take like 50, 50 cal shots to the face and it's fine. You're like, fuck. And I've been like trying to destroy them for like a week. And finally, like I figured out just how to do it. Like you got to stay at a certain distance, constantly move to like evade the, it's like mortar fire. Then you got to use like a, like a combination of like rocket launchers, RPGs, and like a, like a, like a belt fed 50. And like, you can do it. To me, there's like a sort of confidence that grows with it. It's less scary. Like the first time you see, it makes this weird like humming noise before you can even see it. And you're like walking in the woods. You're like, the fuck is that noise? And it's just like, you kind of see this like dull red. And you're like, the fuck? And it's giant. I mean, it's generally, it's like the size of a neighbor's tank or a scorpion tank. But it moves like quickly. It's supposed to be like this dystopian future. 
And it's, it's actually kind of scary. You're like, Jesus Christ. And like, but as you start to do it more, you start to like, I, I got this. I can fucking do it. And then once you finally kill one, then you're like, oh, it's, on, it's game on. They just go across the map, just fucking slaughtering. You're just running a train on them, right? And you're getting all the XP. It's great. I definitely get that with the podcast. I still get nervous sometimes, but hmm. 954 episodes in, you definitely get like a little, you definitely kind of get like a little swagger. Like you feel hmm. you're like, this is my arena. I'm I'm going to fucking, we're going to do this. Is that, so regardless of like the technical wisdom you, you've, you've garnered, gathered, I don't know what, what's the right word, whatever, with your other applications and jobs and sort of entrepreneurial endeavors, is there one almost separate from it? Just the fact of like, yeah, why not me? Why can't I build a video game? I know that was a, like a 10 minute question, but. It's, yeah, I think it's been procrastination has been the pro- primary thing. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, the now I think the reason I'm coming back to it is because it's, that yeah it's as you said like conquering those things now you feel like okay now i can step up to the final boss right because big dick part, big i think dick energy the re- yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah just take out the elephant trunk big dick energy because yeah. <laughs> i think it could be there's a there's another drawback to that is that if i don't push forward and build this thing out then it's kind of rejecting who i am you know what I mean? Because yes. that's something I've been wanting to do for so long. And I've done all these other things, but I need to just do it. Like, I just need to push and... It's you know. fraudulent if you don't do it, <laughs> yeah. right? No, but, but I, I mean, it like, genuine. It, it's, mm. you know, it's not you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I get that entirely. There's, yeah. I, yeah, I feel that with even... To go back to ghost this this podcast sponsored by tom clancy's ghost recon no it's not fucking sponsor me um but uh whenever i play those games and it's like the ocd a lot of the games are pretty similar ghost recon uh far cry 5 uh just cause 3 just cause 4 they're all pretty similar it's it's a giant map you're like a lone guy you got to meet up with the rebels. You got to upgrade your guns. You got to take down the bad guy. Whatever. It's fucking retarded. Who cares? But when I play those games, I can almost feel like my own sense of authenticity where I like go through them and you pull up Reddit and you're going to find like a walkthrough and you're like, what did you do for this? What did you... I'm like, that's not, that's not me. My favorite thing to do with the game is to go through the whole map never play a mission and acquire every like armor, every mm. gun, every special ability and not just get them max them out to the point where I am a walking demigod. And then I just go like skull fuck the campaign. Like, but for me, that's like, if I don't do that, it doesn't feel genuine. I'm like, that's not how I want to people like you just go to Reddit. There's a great walkthrough. What's the point of playing the game? Yeah. What's the point of getting yeah. a puzzle? if the pieces are numbered mm, yeah what the, what the fuck <laughs> right <laughs> what's the you, what no it's i want to figure it out it's it's tickling your brain i feel like there's probably some of that if you don't do this everyone else might be like dude josh is a badass he went for a dude he left his job and went and fucking worked in the bitcoin space 
But in your mind, you're like, no, I'm not. Like, I want to fucking build this RPG. There's some of that. I don't mean to be putting words in your mouth and just like, no, but this is what you think. That's part of it, yeah. Because um, I didn't have that in mind, the game, when I quit. It was mainly to just jump in this oh, whole crypto sure. stuff. Sure, sure. But that, I didn't realize that going through it and learning the tech thought, you know, it's quite possible that it'll enable me to build something truly unique. You know, combining Bitcoin with some type of RPG game, which, you know, some folks have tried to do, but I haven't really seen one deliver on that yet. Yeah. And not that I'm trying to be some super one because it's going to be very unique. Right. Um, but it's actually I plan on implementing some of the concepts you just mentioned in a game. It's, okay. Yeah, I, I really dislike this hand holding stuff in video games these days. It's the like, worst. The the you know the, I want I I want to see the old Nintendo hard come back, which is yeah. you know back then they actually had to call the like the, <laughs> you know really the old phone like yeah you had to call the Nintendo power line because there's no internet. I mean not people people didn't really have internet like we did. Right? Yeah. So you there, and there were no game forums or anything like that. So if you wanted help, you had to find a phone number and call. But those are my that's that's intense. But that, those are like my favorite memories though. Is like playing like star fox with like my brothers mm. in like the late 90s yeah and like not knowing how to beat the fucking level and it's not like well let's just look it up online you're like i don't you know yeah. at least a lot of arguments and screaming and your dad's like shut the fuck up but like you know and then you finally figure it out though and it's just like a dopamine hit mm. that probably rivals heroin you're like <laughs> I do. you're like you do the fucking thing and you figure it out right and it's yeah, that's the worst is when people just look up. This is what I did. I'm like, that's not. Why did you get the game? All right. Like, what is the I can't do linear games like that. And it's not only that is you can find out ways that don't exist on game forums. People are like you do this and then you do that. And it's like, there's actually an easier way dude. just go throughout the map, get all the weapons and you can one shot everybody with an armor piercing. And like, that is the game. Um, What you said about how that wasn't on your mind when you when you first quit your job. Yeah, the idea of podcasting wasn't even in the same like solar system of when I decided I didn't want to do medical school. Yeah. The next mountain was pharmacy school. I was like, oh, that's kind of cooler. And then the next was like, I want to do like work from home pharmacy. And then I was like, I kind of like writing. And then it's been this long journey of seemingly disparate events and, and obsessions. But what they really all are is just fine honing and finding like my bliss. And that's what this podcast is, is there's no, there's no game guide. There's no, there's no like advice on how to do it. I mean, yesterday I talked to Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the MRNA vaccine, for like the 10th time. And he and I ended up talking about like the federal reserve and JFK and then I had on a guy and we talked about fecal matter transplants. And then I had on a guy that's like friends with Alex Jones. And now today's episode's with you. And it's like, there's no, what, how the fuck would you even like categorize that on YouTube? You can't. It's, it's not a thing, but that's, it's the terror because I, even as I say it out loud, I'm like, what in God's name am I doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> but then there's also just that, like, it's so undeniably mine. Mm. It's just mine. Um, and who who knows? I mean, you may be looking now and be like, yeah, the video game. Like, that's what I wanted to do. You might develop that. And in 10 years, be like, dude, I had no idea that what I really wanted to do 
was like make custom dog collars and you might be like the gucci of custom dog collar people look back at this interview and be like dude that's like pre gucci collar josh that's before (laughs) he became like you know you're as well known as fucking like kanye or something or who's a designer vera wang and it's like dude that's pre gucci josh and it's like dude he's so humble he's still wearing the glasses and it's and then you in 20 years you're on some like runway model in manhattan with like i don't know wings or some shit and like every billionaire that owns a chihuahua like has an original josh like that might be the thing but it, it all comes to just kind of keep on going towards whatever it is that's that's pulling you that way um so then i have to ask what and i don't i don't mean to put it in any sort of negative light or anything at all um why is it that you that you're taking a job it, it's not a job it's um it's very part-time advisory role okay so it's it's not like I'm an employee of that fund or anything. It's a you know it's like a contract type agreement Got where it. I advise them on you know their investments mostly from the technical side, but it's it's very light and hands off. Gotcha. Um, but then why? Oh, just income. It, well, I have a relationship with those guys from since 2018. Actually, they. Um, they, they were into the crypto space at the time. And I was also still learning, but I had gotten further along with my thesis on how I viewed the space. And we kind of aligned. And they actually, after meeting me, that was part of it. I don't, I don't want to take responsibility sure. for it, but they went down the same path as I did. And we've been, you know, I'm friends with a couple of the other partners and we've just, you know, maintained a friendship for the last four years. And I've done some stuff off and on, but never like in a serious role. But uh, they actually held an event in New York City in September that I went to, which was really great. And they got great feedback from family offices and other VCs. And that was kind of the final straw for me to say, okay, hey, let's All see right. what we can come up with. Because my my huge thing right now is still maintaining my independence. I mean, that is hands off, right? I mean, yeah. that's non-compromisable. So yeah. And they and they only want me for two hours a week, so I'm just like, oh, yeah, all right, will be great, yeah. Fuck me, get me a job, yeah. Okay, I got you. Oh. Yeah, that's not a, yeah. The the freedom's not. It is kind of like a, almost like a downside. Yeah, you, you've seen Lord of the Rings, right? I haven't watched it in like 15 years. Yeah, same. Yeah, you know, at the beginning of the first one, when it's like, Sildor, destroy it, and he's putting on the ring, and he's like, oh. To me, it's like. I can never go back to working for someone else. I've only been my own boss. October 25th, 2020 is when I started doing this full time. Almost two years. Not that I'm counting. But like, I could never. Tommy, come. We want to hire you. Like, you know, there's just, (laughs) there is just the bliss and be able, like right now. I mean, we've been having an absurd conversation for 40 minutes. I can't go back to something where like, this isn't allowed. Yeah. You have this conversation and use the language we've been using. And I keep saying we and blaming on you. Me too. Primarily me. You do this in like a break room. <laughs> they would call us in. They'd be like, Tommy, did you say that that you want to quote go fuck a campaign? And I'd be like, You're taking that out of context. First <laughs> right? But to me, I'm like, how the fuck how could you go back to a normal job? This is my work today. It's talking about skull fucking campaigns. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. 
<laughs> I don't know. I just imagine you in like a year being like, can you can you take that episode down, man? <laughs> really inhibiting job prospects. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, that's something I've considered. Um, you know, I'm not sure where I'm at on that yet, but before I went to bed last night, the thing I kept thinking was just, like you said earlier, just keep pushing forward because yeah. it'll come eventually. There is almost like a, there's almost a spiritualism to it, right? And as like, I'm a very science-oriented guy, but there almost is some quasi spiritualism to it to mm. where you just have to like every once in a while you get your hopes up. It starts to look like it's clicking and then it falls through or it's, it'd be a compromise that you don't want to make. And there is this just sort of like, you just have to, and I know it's such a, a generic state, but I think about I've interviewed Delta force guys before green berets and uh, they worked for the CIA for a bit. And, um, they were doing like black operations undeni non not excuse me deniable plausibly denied operations meaning that and you know going in but the reason why a lot of these guys went from Delta Force or Shield Team Six to the CIA Special Activities Division which is what the Black Ops video games are based off of the whole like draw to them was is that there is no rescue team like if you go in because you're doing something that we're not supposed to technically be doing like even the president doesn't know about it. It's outside of the DOD. It's, it's under something called Title 50. It started under Eisenhower. It's called Tertia Optio, the third option. They love it because it's, I mean, they're the ultimate alpha males. And mm. what's better than doing Delta Force or Shield Team 6? Doing something where nobody's coming to get you. And it's like, oh, shit. It's jumping out of the plane with one parachute, not mm. a backup. To you and I, that's terrifying. To them, it's the ultimate apex predator there is no fucking up um and one of the guys i had on was talking about a mission like the early 20 teens uh joe teddy um and he and this other former delta force guy like the mission went south they were in some country they weren't supposed to be in and they had to do an escape and evasion for 77 hours and they both lost like 20 pounds of fluid um one of the guys he was with was actually a Delta Force guy who was in Mogadishu in 93 for the whole Black Hawk Down incident. So he'd seen shit go south before. And at one point, he actually turns to Ted-Eye and he goes, hey, you know, count your bullets. And he's like, I got you know eight mags. And he's like, count your bullets. And he's like, I got 104. And he's like, put one of them in your pocket. Because, like, we're being pursued by ISIS. And if they catch us they're not going to shoot us. They're going to like boil us alive. Yeah. So we're going to kill ourselves. And he goes, there's no, no one's coming for us. Eventually somebody did break like the chain of command and, and come and came and got him. again, yeah. the whole alpha male thing. What are you going to tell this? Who's going to tell these guys? No, it's kind of this weird irony of like, who the fuck's going to, these are the guys you send when someone says no. So how do you, it's this weird yeah. sort of catch 22. So one of the guys came and picked him up. He's like, I'm not supposed to be here. Get in. Um, but Joe always talks about, and I know this is very arrogant to apply this to my own and our own journey, right? Developing video games or doing a podcast in slippers. But he always talks about 10 meter targets. He goes, you don't, don't get clouded by, I'm in a country I'm not supposed to be in. I'm going to fucking die. If I get caught, they're going to behead me. I'm never going to see my family again. 
you, he goes, you just go into tunnel vision. You go 10 meter targets. What's our next target? There's a rock. We're going to get to that rock. You don't go, we've been going for 24 hours. We've got to rest. I don't have any more water. Shut up. What's that? That's a rock. We're going to get to that rock. What are we doing after? Don't worry about that. We're getting to that rock. You get to the rock. Now what do we do? There are two guys on the ridge. We're going to shoot them left and right. Doing, doing. What are we doing after that? Don't worry about it. Get to the top of the ridge. Mm. Now what? There's a rock. 10 meter. And he goes, and then you keep doing 10 meter targets. Next thing you know, three days have gone by and all of a sudden a helicopter picks you up. And then all the adrenaline hits and like the PTSD hits. And he goes, and then 10 years go by and you're, and he's like, and you're on a podcast telling the story. But to me, so like what you were saying about last night, I get that a lot where you kind of get your hopes up that it seems like it's about to work and then it doesn't. And it kind of feels like you're in that like denied territory and you're like, all of a sudden you realize you're on your own. What are you doing? Why didn't I go to medical school? But I had it this morning, actually. I actually had that. It's ironic that you had that last night because I had it this morning. Sometimes I get it every day and I know I got to let you go in a minute. And sometimes I get it once a month, whatever. But I had it this morning where I was like, kind of that, that panicky chill where I was like, Ooh, this thing still isn't paying my rent and I'm balls in on it. And I just told myself, I was like, we're going to the gym. What are we doing after? Shut up. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Come home. What are you doing? Shower. Maintenance guy's here. Maintenance guy's going to fix that. What are we doing after that? interviewing josh what do i have after that i got another guy at four what are we doing after that don't worry about it we're gonna play mm. some video games we're gonna go to bed what's after that tomorrow i got a podcast and it's just tell me don't don't worry about it and uh to bring it full circle that's that's the that's the existential terror we were talking about at the beginning is yeah you kind of just got to button it down and just focus and just keep pushing and it's spiritual because how is it going to work i don't fucking know how it's going to work right but it's going to work right it's going to it's going to work based on what shut up it's going to work right <laughs> right based on the, I'm, 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 it's going to work and that that is the most efficient path to getting stuff done i mean when you just get hyper focused because i don't believe in multitasking i mean it's, no. it's straight line just get that the next 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 and then at the end you're like oh, damn i did all this yeah you finish it and you're like how did i <laughs> how'd i do all that you know you ever drive like 12 hours in a day and then all of a sudden yeah. you're in your driveway and you're like how fuck did i what <laughs> how the hell did i but that's yeah no and I'm, I'm i'm having one of those days today where i'm like okay 954 episodes in and it's do you feel more confident that you've tried to fight the boss five times and lost or less confident today's one of the days where i'm like if it didn't work in 954 why is it gonna work in 955 but I got to shift that mindset and be like, well, I now know what to do after 954 attempts. Like it's going to work. How's it going to work? I have no fucking idea, but it's going to work. Um, I know you said you got a hard out at three though. And I've kept you two minutes past that. Uh, sorry for rambling, ranting. Your oh, no, that's good. I just fucking started talking nonstop and you just sat here like a gentleman <laughs> smiling. You're like, all right, this guy's insane. But, uh, yeah, brother. Thanks so much for coming on, man. I'd love to have you on again. I'll put the links to your stuff in the description. Uh, closing words, closing thoughts. Yeah, I just I think the last point you made is is just it, man. I mean, the last thing I did, that's how I got it done. It was just bullet points, sticking to that, knocking it down. And even yesterday, today, before just I looked at it, I'm like, damn, you know, 30 yeah. check boxes. All right. Yeah. And it was done. Yeah. 
Even, mm -hmm. even my wife said uh, that I, when I put, it was like an update to an app. She was like, wow, it did all this. Like, yeah, I look back, it, only, it didn't take me that long. But yeah. It just happens when you just. Just focus. And then when you see the next to-do list, don't get flustered. Oh my God, there's a hundred bullets. Shut the fuck up. Do number one. What are we doing after number one? We're going to yeah. do number two. And then number three. Whew. This podcast made me calm and then anxious. And I, now I don't know what. So with that, I'm going to keep working. And I know you are too. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll text this episode when it's up. And like I said, love to have you back on again. And uh, thanks so much, dude. Yeah, thanks for having right. me. Take care, John.